0: Aciento.
1: Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Venice. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things.
3: Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Navoa, and I'm your co-host Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at muniradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories and struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories, and hopefully through all this, we can expand our view or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share Black Hair Tips. Black Hair <laughs> Tips. Don't know anything about it. Sorry. <laughs> All so, on my limited view. Yes, every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Uh, oh, you can if you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh yeah, and Google Play. And Stitcher? iTunes. Oh, you already said t- that. Tune in radio. Uh, Stitcher you said that? Spotify? Oh my god, there's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes you can also find us on social media M as in Mary L as in Larry P as in Peter podcast MOV podcast is our handle until next time I hope you're enjoying your view. yes bye bye Bye. that kind of sucked balls
4: <laughs> it's a cash con, honey. <laughs> yeah. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead pests?
2: Oh, shit. From time to time.
5: If all the world were peaceful now and forevermore, peaceful at the surface and peaceful at the core, all the joy within my heart would be so free to soar, And we're living on a living planet, circling a living star. I don't know where we're going, but I know we're going far. We can change the universe by being who we are. And we're living on a living planet, circling a living star. And if all the world know justice now and forevermore, justice at the surface and justice at the core, all the joy within my heart would be so free to soar And we're living on a living planet Circling a living star I don't know where we're going But I know we're going far We can change the universe By being who we are And we're living on a living planet circling a living star And if all the world knew freedom now And we're living on a living planet Circling a living star I don't know where we're going But I know we're going far We can change the universe By being who we are And we're living on a living
6: Well, hello and welcome to Women's Magazine. Thank you so much for tuning in to Mutiny Radio.fm today. We're here in San Francisco's Mission District. I'm Global Val and it is a beautiful spring day here in San Francisco. So very grateful to be here. Very grateful indeed because I have an outstanding guest and actually a repeat guest. uh, A woman who's been here before, Samah Damanhuri, who comes from Saudi Arabia originally but has been making her way in in her life and in the United States for a few years now uh, in some very transformative ways. Five years. Well, welcome, Samah. Welcome back to Women's Magazine.
7: Thank you, Val.
6: So I'm so glad that we uh, are in touch and connected. And the last time you were here was December of 2017. um, And you had just you were just finishing up your master's degree uh, in creative writing. So um, I know we want to kind of reintroduce you to our listeners um, and also kind of see where you've come since then. So perhaps you can tell us uh, a bit of your story.
7: Yeah, sure. Um, Well, first, it's good to reconnect with you again. It's always good to see you, Um, and your show is just amazing amazing, and and very empowering, and I do appreciate what you're doing. So my name is Sama, and I'm from Saudi Arabia. Um, I applied for the Saudi scholarship in 2012. It took me a year and a half to convince my father to cross the border of Saudi, because women cannot work, cannot study, cannot travel without a male permission or a male guardian. So... He let me come here on the condition that I should live around my sister and my brother-in-law, and they were here in San Jose specifically. After three months of my arrival, my sister couldn't find the university acceptance, and she was also enrolled under the Saudi scholarship. Therefore, automatically, her scholarship was canceled, and she needed to go back home. So my father just got angry, he went crazy, and he said, no, you cannot stay there alone without a male companion. You have to come back home, get married, or find a mahram, Mahram, which is a male guardian in Arabic. Um, I, decided to, I decided to stay here and pursue my education since I got accepted um, to get my master's in creative writing at Notre Dame Namur here in Belmont. So he really didn't like the idea. After a week of my enrollment at the university, um, he got in touch with the Saudi embassy in Washington and he canceled the scholarship. So, literally, he left me here with little to nothing. I had to maintain my student visa. I was not allowed to work. I was not allowed to get a loan. Um, Notre Dame de Namur um, was a little uh, understanding in a way. Um, they were saying that it was very rare. they never seen a Saudi woman who decided to stay. And they said and they offered a job as a student assistant at the university. And Jacqueline Berger and uh, Jim McGarry, they strongly believed that, that I, I was gonna be able to finish my masters within two years. So this whole year twenty sixteen I was find I was trying to find a way to pay for my tuition, at least half of it, so I can finish the second year of twenty seventeen and then I can after that find a job and then finance what I still owed the university. By December 2016, I couldn't find a way to pay for my tuition, so I said goodbye to everyone at the university, and um, I applied for asylum. By January 2017, um, people started to hear about my story, and Jim McGarry connected me to Larry Purcell, the leader of the Catholic Workers' House in Redwood City. So he um, he offered a room and food. He also connected me with um, Putnam, Buick, and Burlingame, Samir um, Shouakey, I guess his last name, uh, and Bill Somerville with Sister Christina. They put a, a gift of a car. Um, he also found 10 business owners, paid 90% of the tuition at the university, and then Manal Sharif also paid for my tuition. Um... He also connected me with Sandy Lilly, my therapist, because I was going through a lot of trauma and I was getting a lot of panic attacks. So um, um, I was getting uh, help from Sandy Lilly, and then she welcomed me to live at her house. So I, lived, I stayed there for a year. Her husband, Terry Lilly, um, used to make an oatmeal every morning for me. It became like a ritual thing. It was just away from him to show me that he really appreciate what I was doing and for me not to give up. Um, their neighbor, Nassim Faria, she's a real estate agent. She's Iranian. But um, once she heard about my story, and she's aware of um, the Middle Eastern culture, she said, from today on, your food is on me. I'll try to cook Indian Middle Eastern food just for you to feel like you're home. And she always feels like I'm her daughter. Um, Powerhouse Gym in Redwood City also, they offered free boxing classes for me to just to take the stress out. Um, I became a public speaker, so I speak up and I inspire more people to never give up on their dreams. Um, In the middle of writing a memoir, a collection of personal essays about my life story. Uh, One of my fictional stories, I did the LLC for it, and I'm going to turn it right now in a short 2D slash stop motion movie. Once we're done with that, we're going to do a longer feature film, comic book series, and a video game out of the story. We also signed a contract with the Rogue Mark studio at Berkeley. So the actual animation right now is happening. So they are building a three model um, version of the characters and the environment. So it's so exciting to see all the process. Uh, We got recently a physical sponsorship from uh, Brave Maker, a production company in Redwood City. So right now, we're ready to receive donations. Um, so I'm here speaking. And if anyone can hear me and interested in supporting the Saudi women's movement and this animation story, that would be great for them to you know, be part of the project and be mentioned. Um, should I say this, the, the story of the animation?
6: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm so glad that you're here and, um, you know, welcome back again. Uh, your story is so is so moving and powerful and obviously it has affected many people around you that, that you know, it's like you're kind of like this light that people have flocked to and um, supporting your vision and, and that that really, uh, I, I'm so warmed by that. Am, I'm so inspired by that um, because there is the energy of community um, that always Kind of flows in that in the right direction, and so um, I just want to first say like congratulations for all of these you know, successes that keep coming. And I know it has been, and it continues to be, um, I mean, a real journey um, along the way and all these amazing collaborations that have come up. So um, we can talk more about the collaborations in a minute, but uh, let's talk about this story that's currently uh, in production. So Medina Papel, is yes. it, am I saying it correctly? Yes,
7: Medina Papel. Okay. Medina is an Arabic word for city, Papel Spanish for paper. Uh, So City of Papers, um, the reason why we we named it that way, because we're a diverse group. We're international from all over the world. My co-founder is Korean. My producer is American. We used to have um, a Brazilian illustrator um, and Spanish producer before. So we were like international group, and we're like, we got to name it that. And plus, because... The message or the theme of the movies is, is universal, and we, even though this project I started with one story, which is my story, one pain, one struggle, but everyone can relate to the story. You know, everyone want, you know, everyone wants to be accepted the way he, they are. Everyone wants to be their true s- selves, but it's hard.
6: Right, other people want to color in the the lines for you, right? Exactly. So, can you give us a little synopsis of of the story itself so we get more of an idea of uh, what um, kind of the themes of this?
7: Absolutely. So, I read this story in January 2016 before I went to Egypt to visit my family after two years apart, and I missed them more than anything in life, but I completely changed i'm no longer muslim i'm no longer wearing the hijab i'm just completely different so i wanted to show them but let me tell you the story how i came i came up with it so it's about a white paper that used to live in a world made of paper and the only color they know is white and they made them believe if they touch any new color is poisonous therefore they should be cut by the scissor and they were not allowed to leave the world only few papers are allowed to leave the world so they can build more stuff in that world. So one of the a few papers are allowed to leave the world. One day he was outside. A hurricane happened. It took him to a new world. It's very colorful. At the beginning, he was very scared to touch colors on the belief that it's poisonous. But curiosity was stronger than anything. So he touched colors. He became colorful, except one place was white, his heart. I wanted to show it to my family even though I'm different you know I'm colorful from outside but I still carry the same respect love and respect for them in my heart mm. Yeah
6: Yeah the essence of of our beings that that do stay loyal and loving, even when the people who see us don't understand how we've changed and how we think now and why we would even change or how we could possibly, um, go so far away from what they thought we were going to be or going to believe or think. Exactly. Um, so, so the story follows the journey of this character of this paper.
7: Yeah. And, um, my name is Sima, which is an Arabic adjective for forgi- means forgiveness. Mm. And the main character's name is Gufran, and it's also an Arabic adjective means mercy or forgiveness. The reason why I made the main character a male, I adapted this idea from Paulo Coelho, an, an author who um, almost all his male, main characters are women, because he started writing and expressing his emotions in an era where women, I mean men, were not allowed to share their emotions.
6: Interesting.
7: So, Casting I chose
6: to a, yes. an, another yeah.
7: Yeah, so the reason acceptable <laughs> Yeah, the of. reason I chose a male character because my main audience is my country Saudi people and my family. And if the main character is a woman, they'll never watch it and they'll never change. And I'm hoping for a great change back home in Saudi. And the only way to get them and make them like, just like the idea of watching the movie made by a Saudi woman is that the character, the main character is a male.
6: Uh, and therein lies the subversive nature of art. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't, sometimes you gotta trick them. Yep. Um, Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited for this project moving forward. I knew that you were kind of gathering your team together last time. So who are your team and um, what has this process been like um, and, and where are you now?
7: The process was not easy at all. <clears throat> I felt that I was really parenting the project. Like I was the mother when I started the project and I just gave birth to that project and I was the only one who's taking care of it and um, and running around and asking for help and asking for others to be part of you know the baby's family. And then the older the project becomes, the less burden it com- becomes for me. So I made sure that I had right now the right fit, and people who share the same passion, the same universal message when I started the project. because I'm not looking for people to like just do a great job and pay them money. you know, we're trying to do other things after the short movie. So it's been a very challenging journey, but it didn't only make the project right now bigger but also it taught me so much and it made me grow so fast within a short time.
6: I know I I skipped over to this collaboration that has allowed this story to evolve and and, which continues to evolve. Um, But I wanna go back to something you said about the story itself and um, why you wrote it. Um, I think that there are a lot of gaps in people's understanding of what it is like to be a woman growing up in Saudi Arabia and um, you know e- even just your explanation of saying that they won't even be interested in a, in a female main character um, is, is rather telling so can you explain a little bit about um, what kinds of changes you are uh, you know, kind of determined hoping. and ho- hoping and and I feel determined to to make, um, it, even if it's by artistic impression, in, in your home country or the country of your birth?
7: I really want them to, to accept change faster. You know, change is happening anyways, whether we accept it or not. Examples, that's why Middle Eastern, you know, have so many wars right now, because change was... Happening, but they kept refusing it until they reached a point where they are, you know, in the middle of a war and killing each other, sadly. And I love my country, even though they don't love me right now, but I always feel that I am part of my family back home, part of my hometown, and part of the country, Saudi Arabia. And I don't want to see my country, you know, going through a war one day. So I'm just coming with love and peace.
6: How can we argue with love and peace, everyone? <laughs> that's that's what I'm all about. So I I, I appreciate that as well. we got people out there saying, same here. Yeah. Uh, we're here at Mutiny Radio. So the studio here is a little community collective um, art space. So awesome. uh, there's folks sitting there out there listening to our conversation right now. Um, so this is part of the collaboration of, of yeah. making sure that we can spread the message, your message of love and peace. Peace and understanding and and the wish for understanding and um, that message of change I think is really powerful um, as you said is change is inevitable right yeah so, um, and, and, even very just small ways, right? I mean, the weather changes every day We yeah. just say, you keep it really simple like that, right? Exactly. How did you feel yesterday? You know, exactly. <laughs> did you cut your hair last week? You know, any, <laughs> any anything, you know, but just gaining more perspective lends, lends those shades of change that are the subtle parts that others don't always see or, or maybe understand once they've come to fruition like with you and you and True. how you've blossomed into your own self um so so now you have this team uh it's a family yeah working on medina papel yes. so what's what stage is it in and when when do you think uh, it will be something that uh, we can see
7: um so right now we're in the last stage of pre-production we're really close to start the production stage we're just um, waiting to get bigger amount of donations because of the animation studio right now at Berkeley. They need a down payment and the production company as well. And, um, and the people who's been working in the project for two years right now um, and the people who's been coming and going. Um, hopefully, let's say the short movie should be ready by July. Fingers crossed, okay. really. Okay.
6: So how can people donate?
7: Um, so they should contact me through my social media, okay. Sama Dylan Hori, um, or our website, medinapapelanimation.com, or through Brave Maker, um, production company in Redwood City, because the donation has to be addressed to Brave Maker and then in the memo, in the Memo they say Medina Papel or they mention that this donation is for Medina Papel.
6: Fantastic because they're they're your fiscal sponsor they are. for for this project. But but it's being produced by Rogue Mark Studios in Berkeley, which itself is a women-owned and operated small produc- production business, right? That
7: is true. How even you- Medina Papel, we're a woman team group.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So how did, you, how did well, you get... Even
7: Brave Maker, we only have one male figure, Tony. He's an amazing guy, but he's a father of two or three daughters, so you can tell.
6: What a fantastic community that's grown up around around this project. Yeah. Um, so if, if all things being equal, if you were to get funding for this, you know, right now, within the next couple of weeks, then you, you're looking forward to a, a summertime release.
7: Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Um, and I, I want the people who's hearing me right now to know that Saudi Arabia, women's movement specifically, right now, back home, is going through a very interesting change.
6: What's going on?
7: This is a very historical moment for the Saudi women's movement. Um, A lot of things are changing. Before my generation, whomever speaks up, it's either they are killed, prison, or just disappear. As simple as that. But right now, we're talking... We're not even scared anymore. I'm so glad. Last time when I met you, uh, we were talking about just announcing that women can drive, but all the activists who were advocating for women to drive are in prison. So we've been speaking up. We've been supporting these activists. And finally, they had released some of the activists right now. We're still waiting for the others. Wow. But this is something that we never expected from Saudi Arabia. And all add. of us right now we're shaking in a good way that we are changing and change is really happening right now.
6: That that dramatically is, speaking. That that is um that is exciting and um the the shift um I think there's a generational shift happening in many places around the world right yeah. now. But so many young uh, you know, Saudis, like you're around your age, they've had the opportunity to leave their country, study in different places, see the world, experience things outside of the Saudi society, which is obviously very closed and has been very punitive uh, towards people, towards those um, who disagree or speak out against it rather you could disagree quietly i'm sure and and you know but who wants to do that um (laughs) but but the fact that there's this generation that maybe they have gotten like you have gotten a chance to go out into the world and then bringing those experiences home Mm -hmm. and you know and even if the the, the parents' generation never ha- didn't do that, or uh, you know, th- it's almost like you have to at some point be able to accept your child, even, you know, it, and then that happens all over the world, right? True, but um, in a sense, that it's almost like change is coming from the bottom up, like from the youth up, it, it has to kind of. Evolved that way um so yeah we definitely want to you know send out our love and support for all of the uh the activists who are pushing to get women's right to drive and who are still imprisoned um and and uh, we you know we we hold their their release in a vision
7: we actually got them the right to drive but One of the reasons why they are in prison is because once we were happy about women driving, we're like, okay, let's fight for breaking the male guardianship system, and they got so angry.
6: (laughs) So yeah, last time I wanted to check in about that because last time you were here, we were talking about how um, there there was a a women's activist. um, You know, there there was a part of the women's movement was was uh, organizing a day of protest essentially it was scheduled to be october 23rd Mm -hmm.
7: 2017
6: Mm -hmm. where women were going to drive Mm -hmm. in protest Mm -hmm. and then one month prior to that the saudi
7: announced women can drive
6: right and then came back on state tv and shamed all the women for trying to organize that but then they said well they're gonna let them drive in about no maybe like six months or maybe nine months so so What's the update on that? Are are women driving in Saudi Arabia now?
7: Um, uh, sort of. There was a study <laughs> or like um, counting like how many how many Saudi women got a driving license. They said only forty thousand women out of eight million women. And right now they are talking about it publicly, saying that women are really struggling to get driving license. I mean driving listens. Listens or driving license. It's really hard. I see. It's the corruption is still happening in the system and in opening driving schools and all of that. So they are still facing some difficulties.
6: But, like, technically, it is legal to pursue a driver's license. Yes. For women. But do they still need the permission of a male guardian in order to pursue that?
7: I've heard two versions of of answering this question, mm-hmm. and I'm actually not sure okay. how good or bad it is right now.
6: But tonight in San Francisco, yes, who's who's here in San Francisco? Please tell so, us about Manala her.
7: Manala Sharif, she's uh, the first Saudi woman who drove a car in Saudi, and she went in prison in 20, 2011 for that. Um, she started a campaign with the Human Rights Foundation to drive a car all over the states, documenting that i'm speaking in each con- each country i mean each state she visits here in the u.s so she's been in new york right now she's here in the bay area san francisco specifically she was talking at google right now she's going to youtube in san bruno but she's going to come back here at five thirty jackson street at the vault so if you're hearing that if you have time to attend please go
6: Yeah. And, and that is, um, that's being hosted by the uh, Human Rights Rights Foundation. Foundation. Um, so things, things are changing, albeit not as fast as we would like sometimes. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, let's take a little musical break. We'll we'll recalibrate and then we'll come back because uh, Medina Papel is not your only project that you're working True. on. Um, so we want to make sure that we catch up on some of the others that, that you're working on. Um, again, everyone, you're listening to Women's Magazine here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm Global Val. My guest here is Sama Damanhuri and here is a little music from um, a local mu- uh, a local musician, Rastaria, And I really like this song, um, because it, it talks about, it's called illegal. Um, and it, well, you'll hear, uh, illegal immigration is just an illusion. You are listening to Women's Magazine here on Mutiny Radio FM. Um, here with my guest, Samada Manhuri, um, who is so many things, um, but certainly we've been talking about her current project um, that is in production stage, um, uh, Medina Papel, um, that you can help support. Um, there is the, the fiscal sponsor is brave maker and they, where are they located? They're right here Red in Redwood city, Redwood city. Um, so they're the fiscal sponsor for the Medina Papel animation project. Um, yeah. so we want to get this, we want to get this done. So if you, um, would like to support, um, this amazing project of the story, um, from the perspective of uh, Sama, being a woman from Saudi Arabia who is now in the United States seeking asylum, having changed her life, um, and and wanting to um, you know spread the message of love and peace back home, uh, so that change can happen even faster. Uh, please do. You can go to Brave Maker. Uh, I will and uh, make a donation on behalf of Medina Papel. Um, and by the end of this week, they'll be the website ready. Uh, the Medina Papel animation. Um, and it also. Be supporting Rogue Mark Studios, which is an all women owned uh, production studio in Berkeley, California, who's currently working on Medina Papel. So, um, so many things, uh, Sama, that you are working on and a part of and inspiring other people to become a part of um so you have a couple other things going on tell me about this virtual reality project that you mentioned to me uh, and what that is that is that an, a, an addition to or is this um part of the medina papel
7: no it's not part it's of totally, medina papel. It's totally totally different tell, tell me about <laughs> totally this virtual reality you, project. project um Yeah, my um, co-founder, Umbi, she connected me to Jonathan Law. He's a VR engineer. He was looking for an immigrant for a year or two years. He was looking for an immigrant where he can use their story and uh, specifically built a part of their home back home to show to the people what immigrants are leaving behind to gain their freedom. Wow. At the same time for the immigrant himself or herself to overcome their trauma because you know, no one chooses to be an immigrant. It's a situation where you put in. So when he reached out to me, um I was in the process of sending pictures of my house back home in Saudi to the animation project so they can get ideas to build uh, uh, the environment and I was just touched by it and I was remembering the memories back home and uh, you know especially the good memories mm-hmm. which is always the painful ones um, and I just loved the idea and I got in touch with him and we were talking we're like you know what this project is not only for immigrants we can help other people to overcome traumas. Let's say for example, a person who's been in a coma for 3 months or more and then they wake up, we build the environment that they missed and you know, help them catch up or a person who lost their beloved one, we can build this whole character so they can talk to through the VR. So, it's kind of a therapeutic way to help people overcome traumas.
6: Wow. So, so have they? Has that project been completed for for you? In, in your, from your home back. Yes. Back so home?
7: he he already built the living room mm-hmm. back home in Saudi, and the project's name is Souvenir, um, and he we're looking for funding as well for that project, and we got a physical sponsorship from the Arabic Film Media Institute here in San Francisco. Um, And we just started it like three or four months ago. I actually don't remember, but it's very recent. Like, it's still like a baby yet. Um, And the other project, which is a song called Black Water. um, It's all been inspired by a poem I wrote to my father, um, just to say goodbye for the emotions and especially the love that I carried for him. And uh, I sent it to a singer. Her name is Ming An. She's in L.A., based in L.A. I met her mother here in the Bay Area, and we just felt that we should do it together. Um, and I sent her articles about the Saudi women's movement, and then she came up with this beautiful song called Blackwater. Um, it's kind of a hip-hop slash R&B song. We're hoping um, if Beyoncé and Lil Wayne can sing it. Right now, I got... I was able to reach to a person who's in touch directly with Lil Wayne, but we're still, I'm still personally not happy about the rapping part. So we're looking for a rapper. I met a person who has a, a studio here in San Francisco, and she, then she's gonna introduce me to people in Auckland. So we're still in early stages, but so far it's a really beautiful song.
6: So it's based on a, a poem that you wrote to and about your father. Yeah. And so did you write it in Arabic or did you write it in English? English. You wrote it in English. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I didn't know you were a poet too, Samai. I knew mean, you were a writer. I didn't know you were the poet too. It's, it's National Poetry Month. Did you hear no. it? it? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. So actually next Thursday, April 18th at City Hall, we have a, an event, an annual event called Poems Under the Dome. And so people can come and... The way that it works, it's a giant open mic. Mm-hmm. So you come and everybody puts their name in the hat in the back of the room, and we just draw names out all night. So you get a chance to read a poem in City Hall. Um, wow. So it's an exciting event that we like to um, organize. Yeah. Um, so just so you know, as a poet, uh, feel free to come come through. Thank you.
7: Um, Put it in mind.
6: Is it some? Is it something that you have ever sent to your father, or no. do you think it would be? I mean. Considering the relationship and the that uh, the way that your relationship with with your father is, I, I I I can understand why he probably wouldn't really want to understand or it's uh, a yeah.
7: you know it's all about uh, you know the owner family, the family name, the class, the reputation, um, the culture, the religion, of course. Mm-hmm.
6: So I, I know that you're far from your family. And as you said, this, this virtual reality project seems really intense um, to put yourself into a, a virtual version of your home
7: mm-hmm.
6: thousands of miles away that you you can't visit
7: yeah.
6: anymore right now. Because yeah, I
7: actually forget to add one more thing about the VR project. So after building the living room, If you click on the couch, you'll hear my voice telling you a memory about what happened, what I remember about this couch. And then, if you click on the table, you'll hear my voice saying another memory. If you click on the carpet, so it's like, so you wear the the VR VR goggles, yeah, whatever it is, and then you just click on objects to like hear Mm -hmm. what's going on in this room with music. Um, I've been sending him. Music, Saudi music specifically Hijazi region or like from Mecca region for him to like, kind of understand the culture and we've been working on it. It's it's really good. It's really good.
6: It sounds amazing and yeah. beautiful and um, but in terms of uh, your connection, uh, I know that you. It's it's been really hard because you have a big family and because of your status here um, and because of your father's reaction to you being here, that it's been a, a big um, like kind of trying to cut you off entirely from your family. But it is the year twenty nineteen, so I imagine you still have some connections to some of your family members back home. Is that is that the case? Do you have? Are, no, are you, I actually
7: reach a point where I have no connection anymore. Really? Yeah. Before it was like a, at least one cousin or one aunt, but mm-hmm. right now, no one um because we reach a point, not only my father, even um you know extended family, they were talking to me, they were like, "Stop talking, please, or like delete the video when you were saying that one of your uncles was you know gonna rape you and stuff, and I'm like, no, no, I'm not gonna do it, so everyone right now is against me,
6: mm. So they've kind of re- retreated back into the, the fear of even connecting with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, you're so brave and, um, oh, it's, it, it's so much to, to, uh, to take on. Um, but it, when I, when I see kind of how far you've come and there's these projects and, and these creative projects that you've given that you're giving birth and breathing life into, um, you know, it's it, sometimes we we say you know you, you kind of end up where you belong. So uh, I'm glad that you're here in the Bay Area and happy that you're uh, a part of of this this growing community and this growing kind of chorus of voices for change, for peace, for love, for understanding, um, you know, within families, within cultures and across them. It's really important at this time. I think that things are changing and, um, and I hope that they do change faster.
7: Yeah. I hope that too.
6: So, so your virtual reality project, um, as a, as a means of, of therapy, um, and the song, a poem to your father that I understand he will never understand. Um, we have, we all have family members like that who will just, it's just how they are. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the voice carries actually, you know, um, local poet who started the City Lights bookstore, Lawrence Ferlinghetti, mm-hmm. just turned 100 Wow! And, um, so they had a big celebration down in North beach at the, at the city lights bookstore. And so they gave out little goodie bags and some, some of them had bookmarks in it mm-hmm. and it said, and the, one of the bookmarks says, um, paper may burn, but words will escape. And I, and I find that to be a really powerful, um, and, and kind of fitting to this situation yeah. here. You know, yeah. not everybody sees what the what was on the paper, but you don't know where those words are going to land. Um, so I know that they're living in the hearts of a lot of people who love you. Oh, sama. I'm so glad you're here um, and that we're, we're friends in this world. So um, tonight you're going to be going over to the vault on Jackson for the the Uh, the human rights foundation presentation
7: yes yes
6: yes um and we definitely want people to support your project so here's how you can support Sama's project of medina papel Um, bravemaker.com there are a local uh, bay area um, fiscal sponsor for her project Um, it would be sponsoring uh, the medina papel project that's being uh crafted and animated at Rogue Mark Studios in Berkeley. Um, and the looking forward to ha- making it possible for that, for that, uh, beautiful story to be told and, uh, spread around the world, maybe even as soon as this summer. So please go, uh, if you go to BraveMaker.com and you want to donate on behalf of Medina Papel, that's the project that you'd like that you want to support. Um, do you have any other updates or things that you're looking forward to or events that you're going to be a part of? Or um, if you would like uh, to share any contact information, if, if people want to come and ha- have you come and, and speak, because I know that you recently spoke at, at Mercy High School here in San Francisco, yes, I do. Uh, and you do speak at various events, because obviously, if you've been listening to the show, everyone, Sama is very inspirational, <laughs> uh, so wh- what's coming up for you? Um,
7: right now, it's just behind the curtains or behind the stage just working to make sure everyone is happy and we're all a big family supporting each other and all of us are passionate about what we're doing Um, but that's actually um, a great way for you to talk about that because I was going to say if anyone wants me to go to a specific school to talk about my life story and specifically Medina Papel especially when it's ready by July hopefully um, because one of the main themes is you know for people to accept change and um, me and my life journey journey speaking about the animation project they told me that I can also help students who are being bullied at school so that also could be something helper for these type of students
6: yeah absolutely I think any situation, uh, it is where someone is feeling uh like they've been uh isolated yeah or attacked or bullied yeah. um for just being who they are feeling how they feel dressing how they want to dress yeah. or any and also
0: lgbtq
7: mm-hmm. there is q or no q <laughs> yeah there's yes q. There's okay q. <laughs> that's the one um lgbtq community as well when time i told it to a gay person and he was just crying and sobbing and he remembered his life story when he came from another state i actually forget the name but it was in the middle and how when he announced or like was transparent with his family about him being gay he went through a lot of difficulties and still so
6: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why people turn away and don't accept people. I don't know what the reasons are, but it happens. um,
7: Yeah, it happens all the
6: time. More often than we would like. But the good news is that there's always warm and welcoming arms somewhere else in the world that really understands and and wants to understand you and and loves you for who you are and appreciates what you do. Uh, So that is the good news, that sometimes uh, we get to choose our own families, um, True. no matter how hard it is to walk away from people we thought were going to be there unconditionally. but you are a brave woman. We're here on Women's Magazine, and uh, you know we like to, on this show, have women who are changing the world. I I f- firmly believe that you are changing the world um, with your stories, with your presence, um, and your continued success. Uh, so thank you for being back here on Women's Magazine today.
7: Yeah, thank you for doing that for me, and for the fast uh, reply, and for doing this. I do appreciate it a lot.
6: Absolutely. Well, just know that you're welcome back anytime and when Medina Papel comes out, come on back. We'll let people know when Definitely. and where they can yeah. see it and experience Absolutely. it and maybe have you come and present it as well. So, um yeah, good things good things are coming. Absolutely. <laughs> Some faster than others. True. Um So yes, everyone, you've been listening to Women's Magazine here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm Global Val. And remember, just when your aspirations seem outrageous, like I'm going to be myself, leave my country and become who I am and still do creative, beautiful things to try to change the world for the better and make people understand me, hey inspiration is contagious. So, uh, Sama Damanhuri is, uh, exemplifies that. Um, so I hope you go and support her project, Medina Papel Animation, and, um, just wait because good things are coming down the road, uh, with Sama always. So again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Please stay tuned. We're here at mutinyradio.fm in the Mission District of San Francisco. It is Friday, April 12th, 2019. It is National Poetry Month. So I do invite you down to City Hall in San Francisco next Thursday, the 18th, for the 14th Annual Poems Under the Dome. Uh, You can come and share a poem if you'd like, or just come and enjoy and witness uh, the voices um, and yeah, we'd love to see you. It's all ages. It's free. It's from 5.30 to 8 p.m. If you need more information about that, go to poemdome.net. And also stay tuned because the Common Thread Collective is coming up next with yours truly and with Diamond Dave and all of our friends, uh, both from near and far. So thanks so much. I'm going to play a little more music. Um, I think we're going to go back to Emma's Revolution, which is what this show started with. And I'd like to play that same song because I think it really speaks to a lot.
5: All the world we're peaceful now and forevermore. Peaceful at the surface and peaceful at the core. All the joy would be so free to soar. And we're living on a living planet, circling a living star. I don't know where we're going, but I know we're going far. We can change the universe by being who we are. And we're living on a living planet Circling a living star And if all the world know justice now And forevermore Justice at the surface And justice at the core all the joy within my heart would be so free to soar and we're living on a living planet circling a living star i don't know where